Are we good? Are we good? Good. Good morning. The woman with the 40 geese. What's your first name? With the 40 geese? Lauren? Lori. Lori. Good morning. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome home. Good to see you. Blessings. This morning is just really, 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 really special. I hope you're sensing it. Anybody recognize the number 40? (laughs) Amen. I've been heart purpose this morning. Kathy and I, the leadership here, we kind of pass amongst ourselves who's going to bring the word. And there's times when I feel inspired. A lot of times I can bring a word, but there's times when I'm inspired to bring a word. I'm sorry? Amen. (laughs) But I just want this morning to be special for you. And I'm so glad you're here, Belinda. Passover of 2020, the Lord began to speak about as in the days of Noah were. A little bit of a ring bend, so I'm not sure if I'm creating that or there we go. Stay behind the podium. Stay behind the podium. All right, I'm not going to go too far then. <laughs> Amen. Stay here, Lonnie. Don't move. April 19th spoke about becoming an ark of his presence, a safe place, a place of safety. And I'm hoping that as you follow along, right, Ray? (laughs) A safe place, a place of safety. I'm going to go to Genesis. This is... Chapter 6. Noah was asked by the Father to be a willing vessel to become one who orchestrates a safe place for things that were to come. This is verse 8, chapter 6. Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. These are the records of the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his time. Noah walked with God. Found favor in the sight of God. Not of man, but in the sight of God. And if any of you have either asked for discernment or watched the movies of Noah's Ark, I believe Noah was pretty much misunderstood. 
Do you think anyone really recognized that he had favor with God in the beginning? When you recognize even with his own family in the beginning, that wasn't something that was understood. But Noah found favor in God's eyes. And he walked with God. Now I want you just to, I was going to make copies of this, but I couldn't, I didn't have enough time to do it. But I'm hoping that you'll either listen to this recording and or write this down of what one expression of walking with God is. I want you to listen to this. Remember, a safe place. When we walk with God, it may not make things easy, but it does make it possible. I'm going to say that again. When we walk with God, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to make it easy. But it does make it possible. Walking with him gives us the assurance of his presence and his power in our lives. Our God is powerful, and with him all things are possible. And I love that song choice because we don't confer of what the word is going to be about and the songs that are chosen. But I have to believe Noah surrendered to the impossible. Noah surrendered to the impossible to build to become a safe place, to fulfill that which the Father had for the future of all humanity and also his story. Noah and his family set out to do the impossible. Now let's go to 1 Peter 2.4. Is there suspense in your heart? You wonder why I'm taking so much time? <laughs> this is going to be so pivotal for we as a family, as a house. Remember, Noah was asked to do the impossible. Become a place, an ark, a habitation of safety. Now, this is 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 4. Speaking of living stones. And coming to him as living stone, which has been rejected by men, but is choice and precious in the sight of God. You also as living stones are being built up as a spiritual house for a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. What is that? It's a safe place. Once again, identified, seen by God as precious, but by the world, rejected, not accepted, misunderstood becoming a safe place. It may not make things easier, 
but it makes it possible. As I was, no, I'm, I'm going to wait. Let's go to Ephesians 5. Because I have to lay the foundation for you, for us. Ephesians 5, 17. So not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be fulfilled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord. Always give thanks for all the things in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, okay, I got to do something here, Ben, so I can move. <laughs> what do those scriptures sound like? What word picture do you get when you listen to those scriptures, those words? You, us. A safe place, spiritual songs, speaking to one another in the word and hymns, having joy in our hearts with joyful expression unto the Father. Every time we come together, we are that. And so I've pondered this and I've continued to try to express to you, as in the days of Noah were, trying to have the full understanding of what God was speaking for today, not according to Matthew 24 or any of those other settings. Stop and think about this last two years. That was April 19th of 2020 that the Lord began to speak as the days of Noah were. What has transpired in your personal life these last two years? Think about it. Think about what we've experienced as a family this last two years. Could it be the living stones, this work that God has been doing in us is truly becoming an ark of safety. Because every challenge, every overcoming, you become the expression, the power of the resurrection, hope, purpose, destiny, a safe place. Who else greater would that be but those that are created in his image, the power of the resurrection within us. But this safe place, this setting, stop and think about it. <clears throat> and I was pondering this because I'm always trying to, I'm trying to, I, I need clarity because I'm speaking things that I uh, have not heard before. So that's why I wanted to start with the scriptures to be careful how I speak to you because you don't want to go by just my revelation or my interpretation you want to be grounded in what the Word is saying. And if you don't recognize that you are those living stones and that everything that has been taking place in your life, but especially these last two years, has really been preparing us for that which is to come. Come on. For that which is to come. Because it's already here. But it hasn't reached to its fullness yet. 
If you think the things that have gone on in the world these last two years is going to be over, it's just the beginning. But what a better place could there be who those who fulfill the will of God? What is the will of God? Build me an ark. Become a place, a habitation of safety for what's to come. Every overcoming, every time that there's been something in your life that was beyond possible has moved you into the place that because you've walked with God, it wasn't necessarily easy, but by walking with Him it made it possible or you would not be here. We'd be all, uh, Kenny said, we'd be all all done and conquered. (laughs) Up in Waterbury, we'd be all crazy. But I'm thinking, okay, Lord, from Passover, nineteen, two thousand and twenty, April nineteenth, Jesus ministered for three and a half years through the math. Brings us to Tabernacles of twenty three, three and a half years. Could it be? We're preparing for something that the world has not seen before and do not know about. But we'll need a place, a habitation of safety. Every trial, every setting that's taken place in your life, you've been as Noah. It wasn't easy. It's never been meant to be easy. Because in ourselves, we're not supposed to take his glory. Oh, look at me, I can do that. Oh yeah, I, I can do this. Oh yeah, I can do that. We become nothing, he becomes everything. And so when we begin to see this place, this ark, this uh, habitation of safety, I have to believe that part of that is going to a garage sale. Building relationship. An ark of safety, a habitation, is all about relationship. And we walk through the times of difficulty We don't have the answers, but we walk alongside one another to undergird, to strengthen, to be a support to one another. In hymns, spiritual songs, coming together with words of encouragement and the power and the demonstration of the resurrection in your and my life. There's such a, a, a grounding in this, if if I could say that, Because for Kathy and I, there's no other place that we'd rather be than right here. This is where we find the will of God in our lives, is right here. Building relationship with you, helping you, helping ourselves Walk through that which eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor has it even entered into the heart of man. 
Paul often talked about the mysteries to be revealed, being revealed and to be revealed. We're walking out the mysteries of a time that God, as he did Noah, came to a man, to a human person, a flesh, and said, will you surrender? Will you believe in the impossible? It won't be easy. But will you build me an ark of safety for the generations to come? Not just for yourself, not just to preserve your family. For the world. Creation. And I've been so full of gratitude. Kathy and I have spoke about this and the leadership has well. But we towards the leadership and to all of you are gratitude for you. I, want to, I don't want to say I'm proud of you because it's more than that. Because you've held on to the impossible. You've walked with him in the best way that you've known how. That we could see the demonstration of that which he had purposed for your life to become, to be that which is going to be the expression to which I believe is the greatest outpouring of the Spirit of God that will allow relationship, not big buildings, not loud worship, not three services, a day? No. Relationship. Because what you've walked through, what you've allowed God to carry you through is for a time to come. But I want to thank, Kathy and I, I want to thank every one of you. I mean, I come in this morning and Peggy's all fired up. First thing I walk in the door, Peggy's all fired up. She's talking to Ben. So I kind of step into the conversation. Yeah, yeah. Six months. We're going to take a road trip for six months. Taking a vacation. I said, what? Wait, 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 wait. What are you talking about? Yeah, Ray and I have decided. We're going to take in the camper. Next September, we're going to take a road trip for six months. We're going to head south. That's maturity. That's growth. I'm sorry? But that's maturity. Maturity in a relationship. Maturity in knowing that when they go south, there are things that they're going to face. A year ago? I don't think so. Actually, a year ago was hard to consider a trip to Lancaster to go to Sight and Sound. Right, Peggy? So you don't realize how far, how much you've changed, what you've become. And really it's affecting more than just yourself. It's affecting every relationship that you have, not just here. And I just want to encourage you. You are becoming that tabernacle. Jesus said, Father, I have sanctified myself that they too might sanctify themselves. Don't take them out of this world, but keep them from the evil one.
every decision, every choice, every time those ministering angels to come to you in your own garden of Gethsemane, every time that you're taking up your cross, that you are trying to enter into the impossible. The Holy Spirit, Father just sends, what does the word say? Ministering angels came to Jesus that he could then walk to the cross. The decision came in the garden. The angels, the presence of God, empowered him to walk it out. And so that's what's taking place in your life. And I just felt that it was so important to, to, to uh, broaden your perception of who you are and what you've become and who he is in you and what is so more yet to come. Because there's joy in the morning. We have a little bit of darkness around, don't we? Things are pretty dark, but there will be joy in the morning. And so as we begin to allow this next step, if you will, um, I've tried to be very careful over this last three years, led by the Holy Spirit, to come underneath you And, and give you the strength of his word of what truth is. Sean, his description of the belt of truth that he held on to. The deceiver, deception, truth, the lies. And so, I have to believe that it's no longer a man, Noah, that has responded to the call to surrender, do the impossible. I think a corporate man. And I have to believe that there's other, those like-minded with us, with the Spirit of the Lord, not just with us, but with the Spirit of the Lord of what he's speaking right now. That there has to be a remnant. Stop and think about it. Jesus' ministry was three and a half years to fulfill the words concerning him. But also he spent three and a half years discipling those disciples for what was to come. Could it be? Could it be if this started at Passover and in turn carries us into Tabernacles of 2023? Could there be something that we don't know about yet that yet we're going to be prepared as this habitation this ark of safety for others, fulfilling the will of the Father. What greater, what greater request could there be, or what greater revealing of the will of God for our lives, other than feeling that he has confidence, he has trust in you and I, as he did Noah, to build an ark of safety for all of creation. And I need you to ponder with me because I'm asking him the same questions I'm kind of asking you. What do you think?
could that arc of safety transition us into the millennial reign, the kingdom? Would you say last week? Or whenever it was recently? Love never fails. An arc of the love of his presence truly refined, quickened, made alive. Paul spoke about being clothed from heaven where the perishable takes on the imperishable. Could that be the corporate Noah? Could it be those that have responded, surrendered, saying, not my will, okay. I mean, really, the only thing we have to go by is Evan Almighty and some of these movies that we've watched with building Noah's Ark. And I've really pondered that. Because it was really supernatural in Noah's day to do what he did. Let me stop and think about it. Let alone in Evan, Evan Almighty's day, Hollywood style. But can you imagine the, 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 the delicacy, the, uh, um, the care? When this world is turned upside down, where will people go for a safe place? Living stones fashioned by the hand of God, each and every one of you, every circumstance, though it was not easy, you stayed close to him. How better to relate to someone who has this experience, this negative experience inside, but yet to touch it with the life experience that, yes, I've walked through that, but I saw the power of God resurrect me in those places and make me whole. So, I have to believe that this is going to um, allow us to look at these next months and years ahead, however long that Time frame is, if I'm anywhere correct, of every setting that comes before us now is just part of that final work in you to be the living stone that's a part of this house, this place of safety for those that are yet to come to him because he can entrust their lives. He can entrust it with you. Can you imagine? We talk about God entrusting us with his power and authority. Without love, there is no power or authority. But what greater request could there be of God that we would love them with his love? 
that we would so become surrendered and his love would just minister wholeness to those that would be coming to a safe place. So, I hope that I've I've kind of given you a word picture. The most important thing is our, our thing is our love for you and our gratitude for who you are and being part of our lives and letting God do what He has been doing here, really for forty years. But what you've you've chosen to remain. And so, Father, I've done what I, uh, the best that I could. Father, you have to reveal this. My words are just words. Let each one here this morning, Father, feel your appreciation in your love and your entrusting them with becoming a safe place. I has not seen or ear heard, Father, or has it entered into the heart of us or in demand of what you're about to do. So we surrender, Father. And Holy Spirit, all of those laborers, food outreach, child care center, Father, just strengthen, supernaturally strengthen every one of us. That it's not about good works, Father. It's all about establishing your kingdom. And your kingdom is a safe place. Savior, how are you? Wonderful timing. Wonderful timing. For Father, I know this safe place will be for the generation that Xavier is a part of. that you'll create in him the presence of safety, a safe place for his friends and for those father of his generation. And that father, I'm mindful of the words that were spoken over him the Sunday that, I'm not sure who it was that spoke over him. But father, we thank you for his willingness to come back it's a little bit scary when you find yourself in the hands of the Lord. How old are you, Savior? Twelve years old. Whoa. Well, isn't that interesting? When did Jesus enter into the uh, synagogue? At twelve. What can I say? Jesus' parents all those of the Israelites had gone to Jerusalem. They went three times a year. And as they were leaving Jerusalem to go back to their home, this is a long caravan 
couple of days into it, his parents were wondering where Jesus was. Nobody had seen him. So they went back to the temple. And all of those that were, at that time, the religious leaders in what was a huge, glorious temple, they found Jesus speaking to the priests that were much, much older, probably from 60 to 70, 80 years old. And he was challenging them with questions and giving them answers that were far beyond his age. So welcome, Xavier. Amen. Hallelujah. What else do I need to say? (laughs) Father, thank you for signs and wonders, miracles, greater works, for all that you're doing, Father. Seal this to our hearts, Father. Let it become living and alive. Amen, in Jesus' name. Well, for those of you that have been following us, blessings. We're going to take communion now and bring our offering, but may the Lord just richly manifest a surrender in your heart to be willing to become a safe place for what's to come. In Jesus' name, amen.